Hey friend, do you wanna offer meaningful learning solutions that create behavior change, fit in the flow of work and yield real results for your nonprofit? If yes, this is the podcast for you. Join me as I explore instructional design and leadership development best practices, as well as change management, belonging, and influence. If we haven't met yet, I'm Heather and I've been in your shoes. I'm a learning and development consultant and founder of Skill Masters Market. Before starting my business, I led learning and leadership development initiatives for a large national nonprofit. I know what it's like to need to develop your staff quickly and effectively and to build the relationships and cut through the organizational layers to be successful. And I'm bringing all of that to you in this podcast. So block your calendar, turn off your Teams or Slack chat, and let's dive in. It's learning for good. I remember many years ago working on a tough project, like all caps, screaming at the microphone, but I'll spare you, tough. I was working internally at a national nonprofit on a high profile project. I had a difficult subject matter expert. Things kept changing. Decisions were hard to come by. And yet, I somehow managed to keep the project on time and in budget. How did I do it? That's what we're focused on in this week's episode of Learning for Good. Let's dive in. Okay, so your learning and development team probably manages their own projects. It's a pretty common part of instructional design or leadership development projects. So how can they keep those projects on time and in budget? I want to share two things I do with each project I manage. The first is to set the project calendar. So at the start of every project, I review the scope of the work the process that I'm going to use to achieve the outcomes that are intended, and the timeline. Does it have to be done by a certain date? I then create a project calendar that includes key tasks and milestones that the project is going to require. So that might be things like reviewing existing materials or interviewing subject matter experts, creating learning objectives. You get the idea. So I include those tasks, my tasks in the project calendar, but I also include other people's tasks because a lot of times I'm managing the project team, not just my own time. So examples of that might be, you know, for me to send something to the subject matter expert or their project team for review, but also for them to provide feedback. And then I also need to include time for myself uh, to update things based on that feedback. So all of those tasks are gonna get wrapped in together. My tasks and the tasks of other people on the project team. Once I have all of those tasks identified, I then look again at the timeline. When does this really need to be done? I identify a date a little in advance of that, and that becomes my final deliverables date. That way I have a little bit of buffer. And then I work backwards from there to set dates for all of those tasks that were identified. But because I'm also talking about other people's time and not just my time, I also want to engage them in finalizing that project calendar. Are there planned vacations that I need to work around? Are there other priorities that are going to take up some of their time that I need to account for? Will there be work travel that will take them out of the office and they won't be available to do certain things or work on certain tasks during certain periods? 
are there additional reviewers or approvers that are going to make a timeline maybe extend a little bit? And I need to account for that. So I take all of that information and then I solidify the project calendar. And maybe this is a bonus tip, but once I have that project calendar, I actually use it. So I look at the calendar on a regular basis to make sure we're on track. And if we aren't, I have time to adjust so we can get back on track. So setting the project calendar is the first tip that I have. Now, the second is to schedule regular check-ins with the project team. The calendar is set. We're working towards those dates. It's time to start thinking about maintaining the project. So I schedule regular check-ins with my project team to make sure that the project is a priority gives us time to discuss anything that we need to discuss. It gives us time to make decisions. We can look at things together during those check-ins. And ultimately, we can move the project forward in line with the project calendar. Now, the frequency of these meetings can vary by project or by person. So sometimes I'll schedule meetings that are weekly and they're for an hour, the chance for the project team to connect on a regular basis. Sometimes I might schedule them every other week instead of every week. Sometimes I might do a quick 30-minute check-in instead of a full hour. Sometimes I might need 90 minutes. It kind of depends on the project and the people and availability. All of those kind of things impact how frequently I'm going to need to meet with the project team. And then I also occasionally will turn one of those meetings into a working session and I'll extend the time even beyond 90 minutes. But that's, that's a rare occasion when we really are going to need that time to work together. The important thing about scheduling the check-ins is that the frequency works for you and the project team. And then another bonus tip, have a plan for the meeting. Maybe that goes without saying. You need an agenda. You need a purpose. You need to know what you're planning to accomplish so it isn't wasted time. And you may have a meeting or two that ends up being canceled because you don't have anything that you need to check in on that week. And that's okay. You're giving people that time back in their day. But at least if you have those regular check-ins scheduled, you know you have time, dedicated time to the project for the whole project team to gather and discuss and make decisions as needed. If you learn to leverage these meetings, they can help you stay on time and in budget. All right, friend. So those are two ways that I keep my staff development projects on time and in budget. And there's two things that you can do too. So set that project calendar and schedule those regular check-ins. It's going to make a world of difference. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, would you leave me a review? It's how I know what content you find valuable. And also it helps other people find the podcast. I read every review. They mean so much to me. All right, I'll see you next time on Learning for Good. Hey friend, was this episode helpful for you? Did you like what you heard? Do you want more content like this? Here are three things you can do. Hit subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Share this episode with a colleague. This means so much to me personally. I read every review but it also helps me learn what content you like most so I can create more of what you want. All right, turn that Teams or Slack chat back on when you're ready and I'll see you next time on Learning for Good.